I'm Rachel Olstead, and this is the Dream Builder Society podcast. As a life coach, I help women just like you harness the power of your thoughts to take your good life and make it great. Join me each week here for inspiration, stories, and practical life coaching tools with real life application to start taking small steps towards creating the life of your dreams. Hey guys, welcome back to the Dream Builder Society podcast. I cannot believe we are on episode 90 today. And we're going to talk about personal responsibility and taking responsibility for ourselves, for our results, for the things that we have and don't have. And we're going to we're going to dig in. This is not always a super fun (laughs) topic to talk about because I think it is really triggering for a lot of people and a lot of us. And I even get triggered by this idea of taking responsibility and like personal responsibility from time to time because I'm human. Yes, I'm a coach. Yes, I'm a life coach. Yes, I do this work with my clients. Um, But still, like anytime that we're triggered by something or Anytime something feels a little bit uncomfortable or we're kind of avoiding it, that is pointing us directly to where we have an opportunity to grow. And so I actually um, have been kind of exploring this idea a little bit further with many of my clients recently. And all of the work that I do with my clients, I do with myself and for myself first, right? Because I always aim to lead by example. And I really don't think that I'm an effective coach or a leader unless I am going first, right? Meaning I'm doing the work on my own and I'm not just like talking about personal responsibility and taking responsibility and coaching on it and sharing on it here on the podcast and then just like not doing the work in my own life. And so It's really important to me that I am doing the work as well consistently and continually so that I can share with you. And so that is why I often find that some of the topics that I share with you guys on the podcast are things that I maybe am like experiencing or have recently gone through or I'm coaching a lot of clients on because the medicine that we give, um, whether it's, you know, whether you're a coach or just like to friends or family members or whatever. Um, the medicine that we give is usually the medicine that we also need. And so it's super interesting for me to like notice the, you know, topics that come to mind, the intuitive hits that I have for um, the topics that I share on the podcast and that I write about oftentimes reflect things that are like really near and dear to me. So we're going to dig in. And I just wanted to preface that by saying that this idea of personal responsibility is not just like I'm coming here to preach on it, but this is something that I do on a very regular basis. And so I want to start by saying that like it can be really, really uncomfortable to take responsibility for our own lives and for our own results. Because I think that there is so much opportunity for us as human beings to um, to basically delegate our results, delegate the responsibility of the life we have, the results that we have, the body that we have, the 
you know, relationships that we have, the success that we have, the level of success, um, the amount of money, the productivity, whatever. I think it's so easy and there's so many opportunities for us to delegate that responsibility to something outside of ourselves, whether it's delegating it to another person, making another person responsible, right, for our results, making, you know, some other entity outside of ourselves, like our time, right? The amount of time that we have making that responsible for, for example, the amount of money that we can create or making our kids, right? Responsible for the amount of patience that we have, right? Like delegating responsibility, like if only I had more time, right? Like if time was more supportive of me, I could make more money. Or if only my kids didn't, you know, yell and disobey or throw tantrums, like I would have more patience, right? It's like, and it's really, really easy and it's really natural, right, to fall into that trap of of making our results and making our life and, and who we are kind of like the responsibility of other people. And we can fall very easily into a, what I call like a pool of self pity <laughs> or um, like a, a pit of misery, right? But I think self pity is, is one of like the biggest ones, at least for me personally. And I see this with a lot of my um, clients and a lot of women that I work with. It's like this idea that if we don't have what we want, if we don't have the results that we want, and we're thinking it's out of our control, we're thinking it's outside of us, right? Again, like if a client says yes, or a client says no, like then we get to make money. Or if our kids listen or don't listen, then that'll decide like how patient or loving we are with them, right? I'm just using those two as examples for the moment. But I think oftentimes what happens is that we can become really like resentful of the the circumstances of the people of the outside world, right? If we think that it's the responsibility of other people or other things to get us results and to create the life and to create the feelings, right, that we want to have. And we fall into the victim mentality when we do that. We fall into the poor me, why isn't this working? If only I had more time, if only this, if only that, right? Like thinking that all of these other people and things need to change, right? That our circumstances outside of us need to change in order for us to to feel a certain way or to feel better, to have more money, better health, like to lose weight, to um, you know, heal different relationships whatever it may look like. And I want to offer to you that it is fully, fully, fully in your control. Are there things in life that we can't control? Absolutely. We can't control other people. We can't. As much as we want to and try to, right, it only creates more misery for us, okay? We cannot control other people, other people's thoughts, feelings, actions. We can't control a lot of things in life. But I don't want that to be like disempowering, okay? I want it to be empowering for you to instead flip this script and look at what you do have control over. You do have full control over your own thoughts, over your own beliefs. You do have control over your feelings and how you're feeling and 
the actions that you take, right? What you do, what you don't do. And that combination of your thoughts, your feelings, your actions create the results you have. When we think about it that way, and when we start to believe that we actually are in control and we have so much more power than we realize to create the life that we want, then it's so much easier to take responsibility as well when things don't go our way, right? Or when we have like a result that I hate to use the word failure because I really don't think that anything is like truly a failure unless we're like not learning and growing from it. But when something fails to meet our expectations, basically, right? Maybe you set a goal for a certain income, right? In your business or as an employee or in your side hustle or whatever, right? And maybe you failed to to meet that. When we know and when we start to believe, like I said, that we have so much more personal power and control over our results than we maybe would like to like think in a default, in a default thinking pattern, right? When we're taking inventory essentially of like what we have control over, then we also are so much more empowered to take responsibility. And so what does taking responsibility mean? Like, what do I actually mean by that? And how do we do this? I don't want this to be this like airy fairy concept of like, take responsibility. And you're like, but what do you mean by that, Rachel? Like, what does that actually mean? Because I think oftentimes it can feel like really intangible. And so I want to actually share with you a little bit more about like how you can do this and, and what this actually can look like. So I really believe that one of the fastest ways to grow in any area of our our lives, okay, or businesses, again, fill in the blank with any area that you're working on, right? Or just like personal growth in general, right? Becoming a better person, becoming the best version of yourself, which is a journey, right? It's never going to be like, we're never going to arrive at like, okay, now I'm perfect, right? It's never going to happen. And so that's why we'd have to make peace with the journey, right? But Back to what I was saying, one of the quickest ways to see like tremendous growth is by taking personal responsibility. And personal responsibility means like owning your results and like coming to terms and coming to a like peaceful understanding that you are the one that has created those results. And so the reason we want to take personal responsibility is because we want to to get all of that personal power back and stand in our confidence that, okay, if I am the problem here, right? Like if I created these results and I'm responsible for these results, well, guess what? This is the best news ever because if I'm the problem, I'm also the solution, right? I wrote a post a few days ago about... um my arm literally aching <laughs> from all of the journaling, all of the writing that I have been doing recently to like take full responsibility for some of the different results that I've created in my life and some of my relationships and different areas as well. And in some areas of my business as well, um, that I was maybe unhappy with. And I noticed even that again, I, as I shared, like one of my defaults is to kind of go into this like self 
pity kind of um, mentality, right? Like, poor me, I don't have the results that I want. Poor me, right? And that feels awful. That feels terrible, <laughs> right? And so as I even have been digging through this um, on my own, and in the past, I've done this this work for so long that it becomes a little bit more second nature. But for me, even I do have some resistance that comes up when I do this because my brain wants to avoid, right, feeling the negative emotions that come along with taking responsibility. But here's the thing, taking responsibility and like digging into the emotions, right, that maybe we've been avoiding. So for me, I shared in this post that I've been avoiding in some different areas of my life, like feelings of doubt. I've been avoiding feelings of confusion. I've been avoiding feeling feelings of rejection and failure and disappointment, right? But here's the thing, avoiding those feelings, avoiding the discomfort, right? And just like sitting in a pit of of misery, right? In a pool of self-pity doesn't get rid of those feelings, right? It doesn't create the result that you want. And so let's just take an income example since it's really tangible. If you set a goal to make whatever, $10,000 in your business in whatever time frame, let's just say you set a goal for like a 10K month, okay? And let's say that um, it didn't happen, right? And if it didn't happen, okay, you are the reason why, right? You are the reason why, okay? There are lots of things that are in your control. Your thoughts, right? Your feelings, your actions or inactions are the reason that you have or don't have the result, right? So let's say that you didn't get that result, that you didn't, you just failed to meet your own expectation of of making 10K in one month, Okay. Instead of avoiding the discomfort of that failure, instead of avoiding like all of the heaviness, right? That might be, that might be there unprocessed. You might sit, if you're anything like me, you might go into this pool of like self pity of like, poor me. Why didn't this work? Why didn't that person say yes? Why didn't whatever, right? Fill in the blank with all of the reasons why you're thinking that this didn't work, that you failed to to meet your own expectation, right? And failed to create this result, okay? Sitting in that pool of self-pity and not taking responsibility is actually only expanding the depth and the intensity of the emotions that you're trying to avoid And it's actually creating the result that you're trying to avoid, right? If you're trying to avoid disappointment, if you're trying to avoid failure, if you're trying to avoid feeling rejected or ashamed or whatever, by not addressing it, you're actually creating and prolonging it. So we're creating the result that we're trying to avoid, which is backwards, right? It's completely opposite of what we want. And the answer to this is to take responsibility, like literally write it out, journal it out, speak it out, whatever you need to do by looking at the results that you have. Okay. And just owning it, right? It pulls you out of this like nasty pit, 
Okay, this like dirty pool of self-pity, it pulls you out, it gives you clarity when you literally sit down and like admit to yourself and own it and say to yourself even, like, I take responsibility for my results. I take responsibility for avoiding this tough emotion, right? I take responsibility for not doing X, Y, Z, right? For example, I'll just use the 10K example. Okay, maybe you just sat around hoping and wishing that like clients would just fall into your lap and that everything would be fine and dandy and you would set the goal and like it would just happen and you wouldn't have to really like do much work, right? Logically, you know, you know, you may may have known that you need to be meeting people, right? Need to be building relationships, giving value, making offers. And let's say that at the end of the month, you're like, what in the world? Why didn't I hit this goal? And like, feeling bad about it, taking responsibility might look like doing a full evaluation of like, okay, what went well to get me this growth, right? What went well, even though I didn't hit this goal, what went well this month, okay? What worked? What didn't work, right? That's the second question. And this is a process that I do all the time on my own and teach my clients as well and encourage them to do continually these evaluations because this is going to be really eye-opening and really empowering also to notice like all of the ways that you actually do have control and have the power to create the results that you want, right? And so taking responsibility of that is the most effective thing that you can do to guarantee that like you won't repeat that unwanted result, right? Like I take responsibility for, you know, not following my calendar when I said I was going to network with people. I take responsibility for blaming not enough childcare or for blaming the, you know, um, school closures. <laughs> if you're anything like our family, we've had a lot of that recently. And I think that's just kind of been the thing the past couple years, right? With COVID and whatever else, right? You name it. But taking responsibility for even, you know, not maybe doing the thought work, not doing the belief work that you know that you need to do. Maybe it's literally writing down. And this is literally what I did. I wrote down all of these things that I'm sharing with you. Like I take responsibility for complaining, right? I take responsibility for not showing up and not doing the work necessary to reach this goal, right? I take responsibility for um, like blaming other people for my results. Like I take responsibility for XYZ, you fill in the blank for whatever unwanted result that you have, where were you not taking responsibility right? And where can you now pull yourself up, brush yourself off and get real, get honest and, and love yourself through this process, right? This isn't about like beating yourself up and slapping yourself across the face for like failing to do these things or failing to work on your thoughts or failing to whatever, This is not coming from a place of self-judgment, right? We're not piling on the judgment and the shame and the all of the other crap, right? 
Taking personal responsibility is coming from a place of love and compassion and understanding, but also from a place of power. Like, okay, I see that I did this and it created this result, right? I see that when I think that clients don't want to buy what I have, right? Just as an example with that 10K month idea, okay? I see that when I'm thinking this, this creates this result, right? That the result is that clients don't want to pay you, right? Because you're thinking that and that's how you're feeling and that's how you're showing up. And so when we take responsibility, then we anchor that power in and we see, okay, I see that what I'm doing is creating this result. I see that I have so much power here. I see that it's not outside of me and that I'm not relying on other things, other people, other entities outside of me to get me the results. I can do this, right? I have the power. And that is the power of taking responsibility and taking personal responsibility, owning your crap, right? Owning the junk, even though it feels hard, is going to shorten the amount of time that you spend in that pit of misery. It's going to shorten the amount of time that you are spending in that like wallowing self-pity kind of like a negative spiral, Okay, because if you don't address it right away and if you don't take responsibility, then what happens, you guys, is that it just spirals, right? It just keeps adding up. It's like this snowball of self-pity and like not taking responsibility and pretty soon it gains momentum and it starts rolling down that hill and pretty soon you've got weeks, um, you know, maybe even days, weeks, months go by and you're still wallowing in that. Guess what? comes from wallowing in self-pity. Nothing good, (laughs) right? We can fill in the blank. We can see with our own track records, right? In the past when we've done that, okay, how did that go for me? What did that create? Probably nothing that you wanted, right? Probably a lot of unwanted results. And so for me, journaling through this and taking personal responsibility for the results that I have, for the thoughts that I've been focusing on, for the feelings that I've been obsessing about or avoiding, right? For the actions that I've taken that maybe weren't super productive or the actions that I didn't take that could have helped me, right? Get to, get to the results that I wanted. I like to journal. I like to, I I mean, I don't like to cry about it, but it's part of the process of like releasing and shedding, right? Taking responsibility and feeling really empowered. Oftentimes I do cry during that process. Sometimes I, I yell, not at other people, not like around other people, but like I find a safe space like for myself that I can just like love myself through this. Oftentimes I pray about it. And then I pick myself up, I get dressed, I put on my makeup, I do my, I do my thought work. Okay, I do my devotional work, I oftentimes read my Bible, I put on some some fun music, and I start fresh. And it feels so good, you guys, to take responsibility. It can be scary, like the first time that you do that, or if it's been a while and you are like really wallowing in that like victim-y feeling. And if this conversation is triggering you in any way, it just shows you where you have work to do, right? If you're like annoyed or mad at me <laughs> as you're listening, like that just shows you where you have some some room for growth. It's not a bad thing, okay? Like being triggered by something is actually a good thing, right? Because it allows us to see like 
Okay, where can I where can I improve in this area, right? And so the idea of personal responsibility is like one of the most empowering things that you can do. It's going to speed up all of the results if you're consistently, right, doing this work and like owning where you are maybe like blaming the outside or blaming other circumstances for your results. Like the sooner you do this work, the more consistently you do this work, the faster you're going to grow, the faster you're going to hit the goals that you've set for yourself, the faster you're going to get results. And the more like loving the entire process is going to be, right? The more fun you're going to have, the more empowered you're going to feel because you know that like, yeah, I am in control. I have the power, right? Not like obsessing about the control, but just like being really empowered that like, oh, there is so much that is in my control. I'm going to like stop obsessing about all of the things that aren't in my control. I'm going to focus on me. I'm going to focus on my thoughts. I'm going to focus on feeling good as much as I can. I'm going to focus on not avoiding the hard stuff. I'm going to focus on like taking the most productive actions that I can. And sometimes as a side note, productive action sometimes looks like rest, right? Or taking a nap or like doing something quiet, calm for yourself. When I say productive action, like I don't always mean like hustly, super speed, like checking off your to-do list, right? Productive can mean a lot of different things. So I just wanted to like make that note. But um, yeah, essentially that's what I want to share with you guys today. Like we don't have to sit in the pity party. We don't have to wallow in the negative emotions. Like if you want to for a little bit, like by all means do it, but then get back. Okay. And pull yourself up, have a little pep talk for yourself out of love and take responsibility, take responsibility for yourself, for your results and remind yourself that you have so much control. You have so much power. There's so much that you can do in order to get the results that you want in your life in any different area, whether it's with your business, again, with your health, if you have, you know, different relationships that you are like really, really working on and wanting to cultivate and grow deeper or, um, you know, any area of your life or business that you're working on, personal responsibility, taking that personal responsibility and taking the time to unravel all of this and to really like sit with it and be is going to to catapult you to the next level and is going to help you grow more than you ever thought was possible. So cheers to doing the hard work, to taking personal responsibility. Of course, if you want support, if you want help with this, dare I say hard work, because it is. It is not always pleasant. It's not always fun. It's not always enjoyable, right? But it's so worth it. And if you want support in that, I invite you to book a free consultation. I offer them to anyone and everyone just to talk about what coaching can look like for you, how we can take where you're at right now, take the results that you have and start creating some new results, right? If you have big goals, big dreams for yourself and and you are working towards them, right? But you feel like you're kind of in your own way and really, really frustrated. 
maybe, maybe it is struggling with this like self-pity and kind of standing in your own way with that. If you want support, you guys, this is the first step. Having that conversation, oftentimes, like whether or not we decide it's a perfect fit to work together as coach and client, it is often, and I hear this all the time, that it is like the most powerful, like 45 to 60 minutes that anyone can can have, right? Because I am holding space for you on on our call, right? It's no pressure call. It is not it is not signing up for a consultation is not necessarily signing up for coaching. It's signing up to have that conversation and just to kind of explore what's going well, what's not going well in regards to any of the areas of your life and business. If you have a business that you're maybe unsatisfied with and exploring what that very, very, very specific plan and process can look like for you to help you get to the results that you want with my support. So that is your first step. If you are wanting some additional support this year in the form of your own life and or business coach, I should say, um, that is your next step is to book that free consultation. Otherwise, happy journaling, happy growth. And I am rooting you on as you guys do this personal responsibility work. And yeah, I'm just excited for all that's to come for all of you. And I know that this work is the best work that you could give to yourself, the best gift that you could give to yourself. All right. That's all for now. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Dream Builder Society podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love if you'd head over to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and leave a review so we can continue to get this content into the hands of other incredible women just like you. If you're interested in learning more about the work I do and what coaching could look like for you, head over to rachelolstead.com and book your free clarity call so we can explore how coaching can help you create your own dream life too.